You are now listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Alright, hey guys, thanks for uh, listening to the Conversationalist Podcast. Um, I'm Jesse, I'm here with Amanda. Hi. And um, we're going to talk about our uh, recent trip this weekend out to the Silicon Valley Comic Con. Um which took place uh, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday. Uh, we went for all three days, and so on this show, we'll be talking about what we did on Friday, um, which will cover um, an evening with William Shatner. Um, we'll also be talking about a panel that we went to um, afterward, which was Trailer Park 2.0, what's coming to a theater near you. Um, that panel was... Wah-wah. <laughs> And it was uh, who, who's the, who the panelists were a uh, band from Heroic and Knife Fight, so we'll be kind of, we'll be going into a little bit more detail with that panel, um, and then finally um, for the main topic, we're gonna discuss um, the cosplay um, are not consent signs that you, if you're going to conventions, are seen on a more normal basis. Um, so we're just gonna kind of talk about that because I have some opinions and um, Amanda's might differ from mine or maybe they're the same. I'm not sure. We didn't really talk about it that much. I think they're different. Okay. They might be different. So um, <laughs> we'll start off with uh, um, the evening with uh, William Shatner. Um, did anything uh, like pop with, with you and like him talking and addressing everybody in the audience. I mean, it kind of sucked because it, the, the, the con started at 4.30. Um, well, technically, but that was supposed to be like an opening ribbon-cutting ceremony with Steve Wozniak, but we weren't able to make it to that um, due to some unforeseen circumstances. Um, but we did get there probably an hour and a half into it, and so we were able to make the... Um, we were able to make a, an evening with William Shatner. So what do you uh, what did you think of... That presentation. He rambles a lot. He wasn't very direct in answering anybody's questions. Yeah. And yeah. That yeah. I. There were a lot of. Um, I mean, he he kind of talked a little bit about himself. I mean, I guess in case anybody doesn't know who the fuck William Shatner is, um, and I, I mean, I think just William Shatner in general likes to talk about himself. Um, you know, <laughs> so I, I would say uh, William. Shatner and Stanley would probably like think get along really well. They have very <laughs> big egos, yes, and um, really like to talk about themselves. Although maybe not because you know when you kind of like to talk about yourself, you kind of want to. I don't know. Maybe maybe not. But anyways, there there were some times um, where he's telling stories, telling stories, and then um, they've opened it up to a Q and A. And so I would say probably more than half of William Shatner being up there. Um, was Q and A. Um, I mean, like I said, he he talked about his career, like you know how he kind of like worked his way up to where he is, and um, you know he he told some other personal life stories, and then he was trying to explain like how this Comic Con's more special than the other Comic Cons because they're trying to like intertwine like technology and how it's like the um, like the sci-fi in comics is like slowly becoming more real or is becoming reality. Um, and so I think that's what they were like, what he was really trying to drive home is that, 
this con is where like technology and sci-fi meet <laughs> and um so like he was trying to tie that in and explain that to the audience but when people finally started when he started taking questions and people would ask him just a question about himself or a question about his career for advice i'd say more than 75 percent of the time like he'd answer a question you're kind of like well what did that have anything to do with the question that was just asked right at least he acknowledged it though I mean, at one point, some kid asked him a question, and he was like, yeah, that didn't answer your question at all, but here's my story, so. <laughs> yeah, I don't remember what that kid asked, but I do remember that. He asked a question, and then Stan Lee just, or not Stan Lee, but William Shatner, he he said, he started talking for probably about 10 minutes. He talked some for like ramble, 10 ramble, minutes, ramble. like telling some random story, and I'm like scratching my head, and then when he was done, he was kind of like, yeah, you know, it didn't answer that, but, you know, there it is. And everybody's kind of laughed. But, I mean, that's what a lot of his answers were. I think he just kind of, I mean, and the thing is, it's not like some of the questions that were being asked was anything ultra personal or, I, I didn't think that there was kind of anything that kind of went out of bounds. I don't think that there was anything there that like, oh, I'm going to avoid that because it's making me uncomfortable or you know, I don't want fans to ask that. It just kind of seemed like he just did or didn't want to answer it. So if he didn't want to freaking answer it or it seemed like a little too in-depth for him to, like, go into great detail about it, he just winged it and just told a different story. And it was kind of like, there you go. Well, and he's he's been around a long time, and I think he hears a lot of the same questions. And he's probably just bored. And doesn't want to answer those questions anymore. So he's like, let me tell you about my horses. Or <laughs> psychic connections to horses. Or whatever it was. Because there was a lot of talk about horses. So I think he's just done. Like, he probably does conventions because he needs the money. But I don't really think he wanted to be there actually talking to people. Uh, I mean, I don't... I didn't necessarily get that feel, but I, I do agree that maybe he's just done so many conventions. I mean, cause you could, I mean, if you can imagine like, you know, being William Shatner or somebody like Nathan Fillion that goes to like all of these conventions, they have to hear that same stuff over and over. I mean, cause when you think about it, I mean, how many times did people that were going through the line finally get up to the mic and they're like, well, I was going to ask you this question, but somebody already asked that question. So... I'm going to randomly make up some dumb shit like, you know, whether you like teddy bears or fucking crocodiles more. like. Yeah, but sometimes I think people actually made up excuses for why their questions were going to suck or why they wanted something. Like, dude, oh, my mom wants a selfie with me and you. Oh, well, that wasn't that. That wasn't the same panel. But, yes, I know. But um, still. Yeah, I get what you're saying. Um, So, I don't know. I mean, it was cool. I mean, having not actually been in a panel with William Shatner. Um, you know, that in itself, I think, was, uh, you know, cool enough, you know, being in there with Captain Kirk, um, you know, just to kind of see him work. I mean, I know he's in a lot of stuff, and so, like, there's, like, kind of an oversaturation of the market with, like, all things William Shatner and, like, everything that he's willing to throw his name into. Um, but, you know, maybe... 
I don't know, maybe we're like being too hard on him. I mean, because in the end, I thought it was, I still thought it was cool just being there. I thought that maybe, I th- I kind of expected a little more, but, you know, that's just me. But, uh, moving on, um, after that panel was over, um, we made our way, uh, downstairs, and, um, we actually planned on going to this panel. Um, I don't even think we'd actually plan on going to the William Shatner panel. That was kind of a last minute thing. Um, but we had planned on going to this panel, which was uh, Trailer Park 2.0, What's Coming to a Theater Near You. Now, um, I, we didn't make our, I mean, maybe I wasn't paying attention for the fa- the, the first couple of minutes, but um, I guess this band, Hirokin Knife Fight, they were kind of like a last minute substitution for some other people that were supposed to be doing the panel, and so... I guess they were ill-prepared. Um, so, with that said... I didn't know that. See, I didn't know that either. I didn't find out till later. Um, but they were covering some of the trailers. And regardless of whether they were ill-prepared, I kind of thought that I had a lot more like opinion to offer on certain um, trailers that they reviewed. I mean, I thought that... Uh, like even Even somebody who's not prepared to talk about a trailer... There were some people on the panel that just, like, really offered, like, no substance, you know? Right. And so, um, this isn't in any particular order. Uh, I just remember that these were, you know, some of the movies, um, that they had covered. Um, they covered, or they played the trailer for, um, the all-female cast of Ghostbusters. And, well, um, you know, so they talk about the... Um, the Ghostbusters trailer and it seemed like there was a lot of enthusiasm there but to me it seemed like the enthusiasm was mainly there because they uh, they were happy that the, of the gender role switch I mean I guess there was some enthusiasm just generally for like a, a revamp of Ghostbusters in general but I think there was kind of a question as to whether or not that whether or not the female Ghostbusters is going to be like an actual reboot or whether there is going to be like a male version of Ghostbusters that's going to be greenlit as a reboot. So um I mean like I said, to me it just seemed like they were kinda of like, Oh yeah, you know, cool, girls get to play, you know, the guys' roles and guys get to play the girls' roles. I mean, in general, I, I don't know. I, I kind of ask myself, like, why? Like, why do you, why does... Okay, we're going to take this franchise and we're going to play opposite world with it. I mean, I, I, I guess cool, you know, I guess for little girls that want to be a Ghostbuster. Oh, look, here's a movie with female Ghostbusters. Um, I know they were kind of asking themselves, like, is it a reboot or isn't it not a reboot? Because... Maybe there were some old Ghostbusters that are cast in it. Like, well, there are. Th- there are. So that brings the question, like, is this the reboot? And are they maybe going to, like, gear back up in, like, a sequel to it? Or is this an experiment? And is there going to be, like, a male version? I mean... There's supposed to be a male version. There were two... 
two ideas that went back and forth with it and ultimately the female cast went first but there they were floating a male there was a male script that was made they had a male cast that they wanted it wasn't the same producers or anybody mm-hmm. um for me the reason the panel liked it i i got was more that they were kate mckinnon and leslie jones fans more than anything else they're going to be two of the four yeah. Female Ghostbusters. So I think that's the only reason that they were really enthusiastic for the movie. Yeah. I mean, it did seem like as we went through the trailers, they would pick out like one person that was going to be in the movie. And it might not not even be like a main title character or something. And they'd be like, well, I'm going to go see it just for that guy. Like, sure, he's like 12th in credits, but, you know, he makes movies. And so I don't know. Um, so um, the next trailer um that or one of the next trailers that was reviewed was uh batman versus superman now this one like i don't care if you're a dc fan if you're a marvel fan if you fucking prefer dark horse over either of them um i think if you like comic books in general everybody has some sort of love for batman versus batman or superman they're just or Wonder Woman. Right. They're just timeless classics. I mean, they go back like a long way. And so, I mean, I didn't, I mean, I had Superman comics. I had Batman comics. I mean, even though I preferred the Marvel Universe or like, you know, the, um, you know, like X-Men, Uncanny X-Men and, um, you know, all, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think right here, like, you know, Fantastic Four, Iron Man and Thor and Incredible Hulk. I mean, I still liked Batman versus Superman, um, so I could appreciate them making a Batman versus Superman movie. Now, I mean, the the question was asked: Why are they even fighting? Like, what's the purpose of Batman and Superman fighting? Like, it seems kind of, you know, it doesn't doesn't make sense that like two superheroes would fight. And I mean, when you kind of put it like that, like, oh, why are they fighting? The whole premise of the movie is dumb, so the movie itself is going to be dumb. Yeah, I mean, you're already setting the movie up for failure. Personally, just re- just watching the trailer, I think that maybe Lex Luthor wants to pit them against each other. There's some there's some scenes where, um, you know, like bad guys are left behind, and you know, it looks like the Batman, um, you know, was really rough with them. Like some people had like stuff in their skin, like scars, or you know, just looked like they'd really I don't want to say mutilated. I mean, maybe I'm... I'm trying to describe what I'm talking about, but maybe I'm, like, not... I'm, oh, I'm obviously not doing it properly, but it just seemed to me like maybe Lex Luthor's trying to make Batman look worse so that Superman would want to stop the vigilanteism that is Batman. But at the same time, you know, Batman's like, uh, why isn't anybody doing anything about this friggin' Martian from another planet that has the power to like destroy the, uh, the whole human race so you have each of them kind of thinking that each of them is a threat in some way and that's why they're fighting each other and i you know i think that lex luther has a hand in it not necessarily that batman or superman hate each other per se you know not just as a general rule like, Superman just wants to fucking kill Batman because Batman's Batman. 
Right. Like, I think there's reason behind it. Like, justification. Um, so, I, I, I'm excited. I'm excited to see the movie. I mean, I already I already bought tickets. Um, we're going to be watching it Thursday. Um, so, I mean, I don't know what the storyline is going to be. I mean, maybe the storyline ends up sucking. I don't know. I mean, you got to watch the movie to find out. But, I mean, I think just the movie in general looks really cool. I mean, would you disagree with that or I'm ready to see Wonder Woman. Yeah. She looks pretty cool. Yeah. I really like Wonder Woman. I bet you do. <laughs> I never owned a comic of Wonder Woman. But who they cast for Wonder Woman, well, she's not ugly. Yeah, cuz they're going to pick somebody ugly for a movie. I'm just saying. I mean, even ugly people in movies aren't ugly. <laughs> I'm just saying, like... Okay, obviously they're not going to pick somebody ugly to be Wonder Woman, but... Yeah, I don't, yeah she's going to... I think she'll play the Wonder Woman role well. I'm sure they picked her for acting ability. Mainly. I'm sure that like her being good-looking is an afterthought. I mean, Hollywood doesn't do that. Right. <laughs> um... So, oh yeah, and then it was kind of, you know, pointed out to like, oh, Ben Affleck. Uh, oh, Henry Cavill is, is uh, Superman. Uh, I thought this, I thought Superman was a good movie. I thought that uh, Henry Cavill played a good Superman. Honestly, when they first cast him, I'm like, Ugh, this movie seems, I mean, who is this fucking dude? I thought he did a really good job with it. Um, ben Affleck, uh, has anybody seen The Town? I mean, yeah, it's two different kinds of movie. But I thought Ben Affleck did a really good job in The Town. Yes, he was the director for The Town as well. But I think that he's come a long way as an actor. And people don't give Ben Affleck enough credit for being funny and or serious. Um, I think that when people think Ben Affleck, they kind of think Geely. And he's not Yeah. He's not Geely anymore. Like, he's not that guy. It's kind of like, well... It was kind of like the point I made um, in the last podcast with Judge Dredd. Dread movie and then Judge Dread with Sylvester Stallone. I'm not saying the Sylvester Stallone's come a long way. <laughs> I think he's still kind of basically where he was. I'm just saying that you know you think of one movie and you kind of think the other movie's gonna, you, you know, this movie was garbage, so this movie's gonna be garbage. I, I think it'll be a good movie. Um, so then another movie that um they talked about very briefly, and I mean they put out a lot of hate for this uh movie in short order was the World of Warcraft movie. Warcraft. Um, basically, they're just like scratching their heads. Like, you know, oh, I played the original Warcraft, but, you know, that's about it. And, you know, why? You know, it just seems kind of dumb, you know. And then they kind of, you know, talked a little bit of trash about some of the CGI effects, which, I mean, I think for what they're doing, the CGI effects, I think, were decent enough um but uh i think it's just kind of like oh we don't play world of warcraft we don't understand the point of this movie so we're not going to see this movie because it looks dumb griffins i think is what the girls yelled out yeah oh i'm gonna see the movie just for the griffins oh and there wasn't like somebody else talking about like the topography or some crap or no was that that was for no, uh that was the that, griffins lady she that was, was the all about the griffins <laughs> yeah so um you know world of warcraft 
personally, I think most players thought that this movie would have been made like years and years upon years ago. I mean, I think at this point it's overdue. It it probably would have been more popular if it was released say five years ago. Um, you know, glad that it happened. I still play World of Warcraft, although not as religiously as I have. Um, I'm excited to see it, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, I mean, you're, the game is kind of kind of already hit a plateau with like subscribers losing numbers and just a general lack of interest in like where the storyline is going. So, I mean, I can understand the the lack of enthusiasm, but I think. I think even people that quit playing World of Warcraft are going to go see this movie just because they're curious to go see it. To see if it's good or not. And to see if, like, their favorite characters look good in it. Like, you know, somebody might wonder, oh, is Lady Sylvanas going to be in this movie? What's she going to look like? You know, yeah, she's not... I don't think I remember seeing her anywhere in the trailer, but is there going to be, like, some small cameo where she's in it? I'd be curious to see that, and so I think that some people will go just to see where the movie goes. If it ends up being garbage, well, then I don't think a lot of people have high expectations for it anyways. So, um, and I think that the, the, um, was it, the, the, like, the base of people that they're aiming, like, their target audience, I think they have a huge target audience. I mean, there have been players playing this game for 10 years, Millions upon millions of people still play it. It's going to get released, like, across several countries where it still is popular. So, I don't see it not being a success. It's just not going to be huge. Uh, yeah, I don't think on a level of, like, Deadpool or Guardians of the Galaxy or Avengers or anything like that. But I think that, uh... I think it'll be a... I think it'll probably end up being a decent movie. I mean, I, I myself am kind of reserved about the whole thing. I'm, I'm not expecting too much from it. You know, we'll just see where it goes. Um, next movie is uh, Suicide Squad. Now, they, re they, they watched Suicide Squad, and then um, I remember one of the panelists basically saying that they were disappointed with the route that they went with uh, Harley Quinn, her... Um, costume and that she basically was like her own person that did her own thing and that she was basically like relegated to eye candy and you know bending over for boys in the film um, you know to look cute and show off her ass and uh, you know that that wasn't their Harley Quinn and uh, that was all the girls on that panel yeah I think that they were all the girls on that panel seemed to share a similar mind because all the answers that came out of their mouths were the same. Right, and a lot of it was just general lack of enthusiasm for um, anything. Well, well, Harley Quinn and how how she turned out in the movie, um, Joker's look. Well, um, I can go with that one. He looks horrible. And uh, you know, I think just the general tone that was set for the movie how they're kind of showing like a lot of action boom 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 back and forth they were just kind of like it, it seems like they're just trying to draw people in with constant action constant action and that you know maybe this movie's not gonna be very good is kind of what I what I got 
it just seemed like it seemed like they weren't really interested in the movie as I recall there were probably only one or two people that were like willing to see it and everybody else was just kind of meh with the Suicide Squad which again even though I'm not like a Suicide Squad fan per se I'm still gonna go see it I mean same with Batman vs Superman I'm going to go see these movies. I mean, I'm a fan. It's kind of like when you say, oh, I'm a gamer. But then you get into an argument with somebody over like, oh, Xbox is cooler than PlayStation. Oh, PC is better than both. PC Master Race. If you're a real gamer, then you play everything. You play the Xbox. You play the PS4. You play PC. I mean, you don't just, you know, shit on somebody because they don't play a certain platform. Just the same way, you know, whether it's Suicide Squad or... Batman vs Superman. I mean, give the shows a chance. I I, I think that uh, I think Suicide Squad looks cool enough. Me personally, I think Harley Quinn looks good. I thought I think the old costume wasn't practical. I mean, does any has anybody ever seen Wolverine in any of the Wolverine movies wearing the fucking like yellow and blue X Man suit? No, <laughs> like nobody's you know nobody's seen like any of these. Um, other superhero characters wearing their old school, you know, costumes. Um, you know, so, I mean, I think a little, you know, an update is not a big deal. The Joker, to me, you know, with like the body tattoos and the silver teeth, um, it kind of, to me, I think the silver teeth was a little too much. I think, other than that, I really don't have any complaints. To me, it just seems like the silver teeth thing kind of takes it to like almost a gangsta, you know, hip hop bling kind of. It looks like Marilyn Manson took a trip to the barrio and came back with some souvenirs. That's what it looks like. That's what he looks like. He looks horrible. Absolutely horrible. Like they couldn't decide. Does Joker need to be gothic or does Joker need to be like a thug? <laughs> yeah, I. I mean, I don't know. I mean, I, I thought that my... You know what? And I won't even go any further with Joker. Like I said, I think this, the, the grill is what didn't do it for me. The I think the main thing that I'm kind of like, aw, about when it comes to Suicide Squad... Will Smith. Is Will Smith. Will Smith, what the fuck? Too old. Who cast Will Smith for Deadshot? And that was funny because, like, talking to other people at the convention... They were kind of like, oh, what's your beef with Will Smith? Like, do you just like Deadshot as a character? I'm like, no, it's not that I think Will uh, like Will Smith is going to, like, you know, ruin my thoughts of Deadshot. I'm not, I don't care about Deadshot. Like, you know, I just think that anybody else probably could have been cast for Deadshot. To me, Will Smith kind of sticks out as that person that doesn't fit the rest of the cast. And, I mean, just some of the lines that he has in the trailer when you watch it is that, it's like he's already regurgitated some some lines that he's had in other movies. And I'm like, they couldn't have possibly like written that into the script. He had to have ad-libbed that. Let's go save the world. Really? It's Suicide Squad with a bunch of bad guys. Yes, they're supposed to do this suicide mission, hence Suicide Squad, that they gotta do something to like earn their freedom or whatever. But does a fucking anti-hero really go... Let's go save the world. Like, 
Unless he was supposed to be sarcastic, but Will Smith doesn't have any range anymore, so... Yeah, I, I mean, I just think that, like, he's done a lot of shitty movies lately. I mean, with the exception of Concussion, which was supposed to be good, and I didn't bother to see, because, again, I think that Will Smith made a lot of shitty movies lately, and I'm not really interested in, um, you know, watching many of his movies. They don't seem to excite that much anymore. And so I think that maybe they could have cast somebody that just kind of fit in line better with all the other characters... Um, because, okay, like, with, uh, with, like, the Avengers and Incredible Hulk, um, Mark Ruffalo got cast for the Incredible Hulk, obviously, if you haven't seen any of the Avengers, but he's a good Incredible Hulk, and I think he meshes well with everybody that's in the Avengers cast. Could you imagine Edward Norton in that spot? Nope. Playing alongside Robert Downey Jr. and Chris Evans, all these people... No. He doesn't fit. Yeah, he just doesn't fit. He would stick out like a sore thumb. And that's not to say that I don't like Edward Norton. Edward Norton has made excellent movies. He's a great actor. I just don't see him in that spot. Will Smith, he was a great actor. Not so much anymore. I think he's kind of fallen off. Um, but uh, that's just my opinion. To me, that's the biggest negative of Suicide Squad. Um... The, the 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 next movie um that was reviewed was uh um the new star trek movie um do you recall what the title of the star trek movie was i just remember it being the new star trek movie mm, like after something yeah after dark or yeah something I like that know. i don't know i mean i'm gonna go see it i think the last two star tracks were good i mean obviously i think the first star trek was better Trek. the second one it was decent with the third one i think it looks good i what's crazy to me is that the second one i thought was like just a lot faster than the first one and then this this next installment looks even faster than the second one and so um it does seem like they've really kind of take it to taken it to an action movie level Ooh, it's star trek beyond yes okay star trek beyond so i think um I think the movie is going to be good, but, and, and this is this is one thing where I see they actually made a good point, where they actually provided some good insight to one of these trailers, was their disappointment was that they've kind of, they've kind of taken Star Trek to the action movie level, where Star Trek, you know, actually provided like some level of social commentary, and, you know, displaying things beyond, beyond space, and like trying to like problem solve, like, social issues and that kind of thing and that they've kind of taken away like what star trek was and they're kind of molding it into something else that you know fits hollywood and and you know is a big blockbuster that you know makes a lot of money um so i mean i i do have to agree with them on that you know it, it has kind of taken away from the original intent that is star trek um and i think what did they mention they said it was like star fast trek furious dot or something like they were just basically they're basically comparing star trek to like too fast too furious that it just seemed like a fast and the furious movie i mean i don't think that was just all clever wit because i think the guy that's it's like the director or the producer or something yeah worked on it yeah somebody that's related to the fast and furious series has their hand in this movie um which, I mean, might explain why it's 
like such a fast it seems like such a fast-paced movie I mean, but it could just be they're just trying to get people excited, and then maybe those are some of the most exciting, you know, parts of the movie, and that, you know, there probably is a lot of, like, slow parts in between, and it just seems like it's going to be fast, but, I mean, obviously the trailer sets the tone for what people can expect, so, um, you know, we'll just see, just see where that goes. I, I'm, I'm going to see it. Um, then an another movie was uh, Independence Day Resurgence. Now, this movie... Um, I think at some point Will Smith was going to be cast for it, but then he didn't want to do it. So then they cast somebody else, but not as his character. They cast somebody else, and then they killed off his character, so now he can't even come back for any other sequels to Independence Day. I think in general, it doesn't seem like a lot's changed from the last Independence Day. Like Basically, they're like, bigger motherships, um, upgraded laser beam guns... <laughs> And more aliens, and basically. like that's basically it. And uh, they, you know, they tried to bring back all the same cast. I just think that uh, they're just trying to, re I mean, re remake the success of the first one. Um, but I think they're gonna fail miserably. I don't think that movie's gonna do anywhere near as well as the first one did. Um, that one, I'm probably not gonna go see. I think that's gonna be like. Netflix or fucking Redbox or something. Um, now, they did a trailer for The Legend of Tarzan. What's funny is I had no fucking idea there was a Legend of Tarzan movie that was coming out. That looked boring. No fucking clue. I was like, what? There were people in the other, you know, other people in the audience for the, like, they were kind of like, what? You know, like, this is really happening? Like, who would make a Legend of Tarzan fucking movie? It did seem really boring. And then, like, right toward the end, like, it looks like Tarzan's about to fight an ape. Like, they're about to punch each other. It just looked really stupid. Um, the trailer tried to get people excited for that movie, but I think I just kind of looked at Amanda and was like, yep, this looks stupid. Yeah, it looks dumb. So, I think we can both say that that is also... I don't even know if that's a rental. I don't, nope. know, I don't know if I even want to see that at all. So, I think that's just a general fucking pass. Um, then, we uh, look at uh, Captain America Civil War. And, I don't care who you are. If you love superheroes, you're going to fucking see that movie. That movie, every time I watch it... Like, I get little hairs that stand up on the back of my neck. I mean, watching Captain America fight Iron Man, you know, and, and, and Bucky's in the mix and, you know, friends are fighting friends. I think it's just, like, the trailer seems, like, very emotional. Like, there's a lot going on in that small window. And then when they remade the trailer and it actually includes, uh, you know, it actually includes Spider-Man at the very end... Spidey. You know, that's it seems kind of exciting that, you know, Spider-Man's being brought into the franchise. And I think it was even more of a surprise um, because, you know, you have the Avengers and, like, most of the Marvel stuff that's now owned by Disney. And I want to say Spider-Man is still um, a Fox franchise along with, like, you know, the X-Men and uh, Deadpool. So that's kind of surprising. Um I think, doesn't Fox also own, uh, 
Fantastic Four? They might. Not 100%. No, they had... Um, the rights went out on some of those. That's why the new movies got made. Okay, so... Um, but, I, I mean, I think there's just general excitement for Spider-Man, you know, finally being involved in the Avengers because that kind of maybe puts some other people in the mix that were kind of like allies, um, you know, of the Avengers that, you know, weren't necessarily Avengers. So I just think that, uh, you know, that opens a big window for some of this uh, some of this stuff to happen or for more, more characters to get added. Um, so that's a definite must-see. Um, now, the, a surprising one uh, was one that they brought up, which was The Wizard of Oz, but it's A-U-S. I think it's Australia, right? Yes. Now, the trailer for this movie, if you're not familiar with it, TV I would suggest... Show. Okay, it, it's a TV show. If you aren't familiar with this TV show, pull it up on YouTube and give it a look. I thought it looked really funny, because, yeah, this was television. Um is uh i mean the show looked great it, it basically is like the premise of the story is this guy's like a wizard from another realm and then he leaves that realm to basically like quit being a wizard and is just trying to live a normal life but um you know of course like his life is anything but normal and then like some of the trouble that he thought he left behind you know leaving the uh the magical realm that, you know, there's some guys that have followed him or basically, like, making, you know, his life miserable and, you know, he's got to start fighting all these all these people in this normal realm. It does look kind of low budget, but I think it actually has some character to it that, like, I think you can kind of just overlook the fact that it's not, like, you know, super CGI or anything like that. Um, I do want to see this TV show. It actually... Uh, <laughs> As soon as I watched the trailer, I had to type it into my phone to make sure I didn't forget about it. Did I mean, did you get the same feel for that? Yeah, it looks funny. I just don't like watching TV shows on YouTube. And since it's like a British show, that's how we have to watch it. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then they, they briefly talked about Daredevil Season 2. And this was mainly because, uh, I mean, this was, uh, you know, this was Friday night. And um, Daredevil... It actually got released this past Friday. And so our plan was to, you know, get back to our room and watch uh, Netflix. But it sucks because our room had fucking remotes that wouldn't switch the HDMI output on our TV. So even though I had my PS4 to watch Netflix, we couldn't watch it. I mean, I guess we could have watched it on our phone, but that would just been lame. So we've already kind of started binge-watching um, Daredevil. And, uh, like, we're not going to fucking spoil anything, but so far, the season is fantastic. Um, who, what's the actor's name that, that, uh, plays the Punisher? Do you know his name? It's, uh, John Barenthal or something, Shane. Well, he's, I mean, while she's looking up his name, he's the guy that played Shane in, uh, The Walking Dead. And I think that him as the Punisher... He's perfect. I, I mean, I think he's he's doing a really good job um, in Daredevil. And, um, you know, and I mean, this isn't spoiling anything because most people expected these characters to get introduced um, into this season. Is that Elektra's in there? And uh, I think she does a, a pretty good job. Yeah, it's Job Bernthal. He's the one that uh, 
plays Punisher. I think he's he's doing a great job so far. The person that plays Electra, I don't know her name either. I don't think she's. I mean, in my, I don't know if she's that well known. I don't recognize her from anything, but I think she's uh, doing a pretty good job as Electra. Um, we still have a couple more episodes to go. I think we only got like three episodes left. Um, but uh, Daredevil, if you're not watching it, watch it. It's so far, it's a really good season. It kind of picked up exactly where Daredevil one left off. Um, not disappointed. There is some possibility that I think some of these other Netflix shows might get tied into some sort of crossover because just in the general scheme of things in this episode Jessica Jones is mentioned twice right yeah and then there was also some talk about um or speculation that there's possibly going to be um a Luke Cage series that Netflix might start developing so when you consider that you know, you have Daredevil, and you know that they're um, mentioning Jessica Jones in that in that show. Just kind of, I mean, it's not part of the plot line or anything. Like they're just, it's getting mentioned. The name is kind of getting thrown in there, like breadcrumbs. And then the talk of like a Luke Cage series possibly being in the works. Um, I think there could end up being like a huge crossover. You know, I mean, there's gonna be it's gonna be busy in Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> you got yeah. you got Nick Cage and you got Jessica Jones and you have Electra and Daredevil and Punisher. That's a lot of fucking. It's a lot of weight getting swung around. So, um, really enjoying the series so far, and we still got a couple of episodes left. Um, now to our main topic. Um, we I when we were walking around um, in the building, there was a. Uh, a uh, cosplay sign and the the the, the cosplay sign or the the little sign basically says that uh you know cosplay is not consent and you know, it goes into like a you know a little paragraph about like you know just because people dress up doesn't mean that they want their picture taken you know blah 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 blah, blah and kind of goes into a great amount of detail about about that topic and when I would when I when I initially saw these signs, um, I think the first time I remember reading one was at last year's Comic Con. I mean, I guess they've probably been around even before that, but I was just kind of oblivious to them. Um, but then I was just kind of thinking like this weekend, I'm like, you know, what's the issue? I'm kind of like, is it that people are wanting to take photos with people and they're being a little touchy feely? Like, I mean. I know that at one point, um, when we um, walked the floor of the convention, you know there were some creeps that wanted pictures with some female cosplayers. They were dressed pretty risque, you know. But these fucking dudes were just being weird. Like, oh, can I get really close to you? Like, is it okay if I put my arm around you? Can I get more than one picture with you? It's like, dude, just take a fucking photo and like standing next to her and just be done, like any normal human being. Like, it seemed like there were some really pushy like. You know, and they were like old 50-somethings, too. Like, being really creepy, like, drooling over these, like, 19-year-old girls. You know, 20-year-old women, you know, dressed up as their favorite cosplay character. seemed kind of stupid. And so I thought that the sign was basically for that. That, um, you know, maybe that was an issue, you know, with with that specifically. That's kind of like a cosplay is not consent. Like, oh, these guys are, you know, like, putting their hands on these cosplayers and stuff like that. 
which I mean technically is criminal. You know, if, if you're fucking grabbing somebody that you're, you know, obviously doesn't want you grabbing them. You know, you're committing a form of you're committing assault or, or battery. Um, you know, specifically. So, I, that's what I thought the sign was for, and I I kind of looked to Amanda and I'm like, okay, well, what the fuck is up with these signs? Like, it seems dumb to me. And so I, you know, basically was explaining, like, my thought, which is what I just explained right now. Um, and she was saying that, like, well, no, you know, people just generally just don't want their photo taken and have a problem with it. And, I mean, what was your what was your take on the sign? No, my take on the sign was the whole cosplay is not consent thing is it stems from all the sexual harassment that a lot of the girls get when they dress up like that. And that's been a movement that's been happening for a very long time. So part of the cosplay is not consent means you can't just run up and start touching them, grabbing them, and yeah, even trying to take a picture of them without asking. But it also comes with people who put their cell phones and cameras onto selfie sticks and then stick those cameras up the girl's skirts without them knowing to get shots or... You know, they're walking around and just taking pictures of the girls, like, asses, you know, and not even, you know, they're not acknowledging these cos these girls in cosplay. And, yes, it, it is the girls mostly. I mean, it, it could happen to guys, too, but it's, it's mainly the girls. And then later, the girls are finding pictures of their butts online with, you know, these dudes making stupid faces next to them or, uh -oh. you know, something like that. So it's not that they don't want their picture taken. It's they don't want it taken in that manner like you need to have respect for these these girls that are in their costumes they're not there for you just to be like let me drool on you and take really inappropriate pictures and you know treat you ways you you know and so it would make your mom blush like that that's what the cosplay is not consent signs are for and see i never really thought of it in that way like i mean maybe i just generally thought that like that wasn't an issue. I mean, stupid me. Um, I mean, I I guess I could see that happening with the selfie sticks, obviously. And I mean, it is happening if you're saying that that is a problem. But um, you know, I my my thought was is like, okay, these girls are dressing up in like very revealing costumes. Now I'm not slut shaming them and saying like, oh, they you know if they don't want it, then they shouldn't dress up like that. I'm not saying that. But what I am saying is that if you are dressing up like that. You know, you can't expect people to be completely fucking blind and, like, stare at you like you're not half-naked. I, I just think that, obviously, it's going to attract attention. I mean, whether it's male or female, I mean, I think even, like, you know, so, like a conservative female would be like, oh, wow, you know, that girl's mostly naked, you know? Um, you know, and I, I think a guy, I mean, if a, if a female is going to notice that, obviously a guy is going to notice that, too. Um but what I'm saying is that if you're dressing up like that and that it is going to attract some form of attention and you go into a public place like a convention with like eight, ten thousand people in it, I don't think that you can be upset by the fact that somebody might walk by you and take your photo. Now, with that said... I'm talking about somebody taking a general photo of their whole body because of their cosplay. I do think it's a problem if somebody's just trying to get that beaver shot 
like trying to zoom in on them, you know, trying to see if they can get something on the side of their pasties or zooming in on their boobs or zooming in on their butt. Yeah, I don't I don't think that's cool at all. Um, you know, that's that's bullshit. You know, I think if you think the costume looks great or you're like, "Oh, wow, you know, that girl looks really good as fucking Wonder Woman." And you take a picture of her walking around as Wonder Woman, I don't see a problem with that. Like, I think if somebody was like, uh, I didn't give you permission to take a photograph of me. Um, you're dressed up as fucking Wonder Woman. And why are you pissed at the one guy that is like, a pre- like you know, guy or girl that appreciates how cool your costume looks that they want to take a photo of you when there's like a thousand other fucking thousands and thousands of cameras in that convention? Everybody's got a phone. Everybody's got a fucking camera. There's H. There's there's heroes and everything. Body cams that everybody has walking around. There's tons of press and all kinds of stuff. And I mean, basically, you know, when you accept the ticket, you're basically accepting that on some way, shape, or form, that somebody's taking photos of you without your consent. Because it's probably going to be somebody from the convention. I mean, you're basically relinquishing your rights. You know, for the convention to say take a photograph of you and if you happen to be in it they don't have to have your permission because by accepting the ticket you accepted the fact that your photograph's going to get taken now is that the same as a private person taking your photo no it's not but it kind of is you're in a public place you're you're attracting attention whether wanted or unwanted and if somebody's just generally a fan of your cosplay I don't see a problem with somebody snapping a photo of you. Maybe they're embarrassed. Maybe they don't want to walk up to you and stand next to you and take your photograph. I don't think that, you know, every single photograph that's snapped to somebody is malicious and intent. Um, you know, but I think that, um, you know, if you're one of those assholes that's out there, like Amanda said, you know, taking weird fucking photos on selfie sticks, trying to get upskirts and taking photos of butts and boobs and you know, everything else that, then, yeah, I think that they're, if, if that's what's going on, that, you know, people like that should be thrown out, um, you know, of a convention, because there's no need, you know, for that kind of bullshit, and for people that are going there to have fun, to have to worry about that, um, but, uh, like I said, in general, just a general photograph, you know, of a person, I don't see a problem with it, I mean, shit, if somebody fucking took a photo of me not even cosplaying, I mean, who am I to get pissed? Like, there's a fucking shit ton of other people in this convention. I mean, your I mean, your expectation of privacy is kind of nil. You're you're in a fucking place with tons and tons of people and like I said, cameras everywhere. Your picture is going to get taken. I mean, fuck, I'm probably in a shit ton of photos in people's home videos from, you know, from people just taking random photos of people that I just happen to be standing behind somebody that's cosplaying when a photo gets taken or, you know, like somebody's walking by with their video on record and, you know, I walk past. I mean, my my photo and video has been taken several times and I'm not over here like, Ugh. they didn't even X, you know? And that, I mean, that's my opinion on that. Is it exactly the same thing? Like that that particular situation? No. But like I said, I think there has to be some level of common sense that if you're going there for that, I mean to dress up, you're going to attract attention and because you're going to attract attention, you're you're going to get your photo taken. Um I mean obviously you're not going to get your photo taken if you go dressed in normal clothes and are just walking around. Um 
I mean, like, my opinion is if, if you don't like any attention, then probably not cosplay. Just my thought. Um, I mean, because like I said, if I was cosplaying and I showed up there, I'm not going to be pissed at anybody taking my photograph. Um, but like I said, that's just a photograph. Now, if there was some girl taking a photo of my junk, trying to take pictures of my booty and things, <laughs> I'd definitely have a problem. I'd be like, hey, hey, you can totally just come up and, you know, cup them if you want to. Wrong answer. <laughs> be like, hey, hey, come up, step right up, don't be shy. No, I wouldn't. I wouldn't do that. But, I mean, shit, I'd probably get in trouble for that anyways. To be like, oh, you're letting random people touch your stuff. And then you kick me out of the convention. Be you. like, blap, and then kick me out. And I'd be like, no. And they'd be like, you can never come back to Silicon Valley Comic Con ever again. And I'd be like, no. <laughs> Nobody, nobody wanted to do that anyways. Uh, but all joking aside, um, I mean, I don't know. If anybody if anybody out there has an opinion on that, they can shoot an email to us, um, thatconversationalist at gmail.com. Shoot us a message on Facebook, Facebook slash conversationalist, and just let us know what you think. I mean, if you don't agree with me, that's fine. I just... Like I said, I'm not trying to slut shame anybody and be like, well, if you, you wear attractive clothing, you're going to get attention. If you don't like it, don't do it. That's not what I'm saying at all. I just mean just in general, you're going to get your photo taken being in a public place. And It's you, about the treatment. It's not about the act of taking the photo. It's about how people act while doing it. That's the difference. That's what those signs are for. Right, and that's what I'm saying. Like If that kind of stuff's happening, like Mr. Creepy Dude, it's kind of like getting like way too close, like with the girl that had the pasties on and yeah. all that kind of thing. And like dude's getting way too close, and you can tell there's like some level of like discomfort there. And he's just kind of like, well, just one more picture, you know. And she's kind of like, okay, well, can you go back to that side of the table? And he's just like, oh, just one more. It's like, dude, she just asked you to do something. Like, just respect her wishes and just do what she's asking. If that kind of stuff's happening. Like, I completely understand why those signs are there. And if that's what it's addressing, then like, I don't disagree. It's just initially when I saw the sign, I'm kind of like, uh, really? For photos, like, get real. I was just kind of like on one of those Jerry Seinfeld moments where he's like, well, there's plastic on the end of the shoelace. Like, what pl- what, what does it serve? You know, it's kind of on one of those. Uh, so He's so stupid. <laughs> um, but uh, that, that wraps up uh, Friday's um, Silicon Valley uh, Comic-Con coverage. Um, if you listen to our n- uh, next episode, it'll be um, part two. Um of episode three um which will cover um everything that we did um saturday at the convention so i'm jesse and amanda and thanks for listening thanks bye